0: Stay true to yourself, be you, and lead with Gravitas, the hallmark of authentic leadership. Let's dive in. Are you clear about that? About what? Oh, I don't know, everything? Hmm. This idea of clarity keeps coming up in my life lately. And it's made me think about clarity in my life, my business, for the year, and for how I approach each day, and clarity of thought on every thought and every task each day. Being clear impacts so many facets of our lives, and it can only be achieved when you come from a truly authentic place. In this episode today, I want to explore all facets of clarity and why it's so important. Let's start off with clarity of vision in life. It's my birthday soon, and I stumbled across in an old shoebox you know, that shoebox that you have full of old photos an old photograph. It's a picture of me on my 21st birthday in the farm. With my mother, we had a 21st birthday party, and I'm cutting the cake. And I look at this young girl, so full of excitement and energy and zest for life, wanting to take on the world, not knowing exactly what that meant, but just knowing that she wanted so much more than her surroundings might suggest that she should live her life a certain way. And I look back at that photo and I think, wow, I had no idea when I was 21 the way my life unfolded, and I would never have guessed that I would end up in Detroit, Michigan in the automotive industry, and here we are. As I look back on my career and my life, I stumbled from job to job. I know that I wanted more and I was certainly driven in my career and I wanted more experiences. I wanted a challenge. I wanted more uh, increasing responsibility, job after job, after job, company after company, I moved from Indiana to Michigan, to North Carolina, to Iowa and back to Michigan, always wanting more. But not really having a lot of clarity about what that was. I was dependent, of course, back in the day when we didn't have the internet, I was dependent on headhunters calling, offering the next job opportunity. If it sounded good, I went for it. I interviewed, most of the time I got the job and off we went. Which, you know, sounds great, but I didn't have that, that intention that real purpose and vision to define exactly what I wanted. I didn't have clarity. Then in the 2005 to 2008 timeframe, things fell apart in my personal life. I lost my mother, my marriage, my job, my savings, and my health, all in a three-year period. It shook me to my core. And yes, there were days when I didn't want to get up off the couch. I'm sure we've all had those days. I had a lot of them back then. But you know what? It made me more determined than ever. And I became clear, very clear in what I wanted. I knew that I wanted a C-suite job. It was in me, I knew it, and I wanted it. I wanted a house in Birmingham, Michigan. For those of you who aren't familiar with Birmingham, it's a nice area in Michigan. It has a bit of a European flair to it. I wanted my daughter to be in a private school. And I would not let up until those things had happened. I knew that I had reached some sort of rock bottom and coming out of that, I was determined to make all of those things happen. And I did. Why did they happen? Looking back, I think it's because I had that clarity. I had a purpose, I had a vision and I was crystal clear on what I wanted and I made it happen. Now I'm in my fifties. And I'm thinking about what I want for the rest of my life. And I know this. I don't want to waste one minute of it. I'm getting crystal clear on my vision for the rest of my life. Something that helped me along the way is the book by John Anderson, Replace Retirement, where he talks about not following the traditional model of retirement. But defining your life, your way, he uses an example where he's a grandfather and he wants to be skiing on a double black diamond with his grandchildren when he's in his nineties. The fact that he has that clarity of vision allows him to be very clear and intentional with the way he lives his life and how he sets up his days. So now I'm focused on the vision for the rest of my life, and it's an exciting time. Let's bring it down a level. We talked about getting clear on what we want for our lives, but let's take it down to a year, a year timeframe. At the beginning of each year, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, we have our New Year's resolutions. We set a clear intention, or we try at least to get clear on what the year would look like. I think the Chinese do a really good job of this, the way they celebrate and the deep meaning that they have for Chinese New Year, setting up the following year full of excitement and anticipation and prosperity and following through with many different rituals to make that happen. But it's about getting clear. So let's take this into the business realm. And I'll refer back to a recent podcast, an interview that I did with Warren Harris, the CEO of Tata Technologies. Warren is a supporter and I would say ambassador of the principles of organizational health. Organizational health really comes out of the teachings of Pat Lencioni and the table group. And I'm a huge supporter of the leadership philosophies that they, um, they prescribe in the podcast. Warren talks about his commitment to a cohesive leadership team and I'll quote from the podcast. He says, it drives clarity around six basic questions. Why do we exist? How do we behave? What is it that we do? What constitutes success? What's important right now? Who does what and when? And it requires a commitment to overcommunicating that clarity and then institutionalizing that clarity in terms of how you hire people, how you drive performance and how you celebrate success. Those are the words of Warren Harris in the podcast. And the more I thought about that, again, here's this word coming up, clarity. And leadership really is all about that. Yes, it's about being authentic because you cannot be clear if you're, if you're not coming from an authentic place. It just, it, it can't happen. Clarity is... The antidote to anxiety. And if a leader does nothing else in this world and with their team, they have to be clear. It provides a a sense of calm, of confidence to the team. When you're able to articulate your vision and what you expect of your team, not only in terms of tasks, but how they behave, then that is what leadership is all about. People respond to that. They gravitate to that. Yes, I'm going to say it. A leader that knows how to do that is indeed a leader with gravitas. And so I understand clarity now in a lot more detail than I did before, as it applies to leadership. But here's another example of where clarity is showing up in my life, and that is in my business. When I launched the business, I launched myself as a leadership coach. I know exactly what that means in my head. I know what I can do in my head, but trying to describe that and explain that to other people is not. That simple. Again, it comes back to clarity, clarity of message, clarity of understanding of the offerings that I'm actually putting out there as part of my business. And that reality hit me hard over the last couple of weeks. And right now I am going back to the drawing board and I am defining, redefining my niche. And I think it is going to come around clarity. Because I really believe that when we start to lead a team of people, getting clear on who we are and what we expect of the team and how they behave is the very first thing that we need to do. Whether we're starting a new job, moving to a new function, or maybe launching a product, we're often in too much of a rush to get into the detail and get into the tasks. We don't take that time to really build those basic building blocks, that foundation. And that's where I'm going to focus my business. It's all around clarity. There's a quote from Cal Newport, who wrote the book, Deep Work. And he says, clarity about what matters provides clarity about what does not And isn't that the truth? Great leaders really talk and focus on what matters to them and to the business. And they're able to galvanize people around that vision and articulate that. There's another quote that I love and I quote often. And it's a George Bernard Shaw quote. And he says, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. I don't know how many times in my career I've thought that, well, I communicated that, how come people don't know what's expected? And there's this fear of being redundant, right? We're all afraid of, oh, well, I communicated that. I don't want to uh, duplicate the effort. I really don't believe that we ever can over-communicate. But again, it's about clarity. And there's a few points that I found actually just by researching on the internet. I'd like to claim credit for this, but uh, these aren't mine. But I, I thought that they were, they were nice and concise. And seven tips for improving the clarity of your own communication. Number one, consider your audience. So often we don't take the time to do that. And maybe understand the language that the audience speaks, the words that will resonate with them. Number two, say exactly what you mean. Again, this goes back to authenticity. When we try to create communication or messaging, to try to get people to look a different way or believe something that's going on or not going on or try to hide something, you know what? We're fooling nobody. People can see right through it. So. Be authentic. Say exactly what you mean. Three is avoid jargon, particularly in the business world today. When we talk about uh, dealing with cultures in multiple countries, don't use the classic sporting terminology. I remember somebody in a meeting talking about a Hail Mary pass, and I had absolutely no idea what they were talking about. So avoid jargon. Number four, keep it short and simple. Don't try to create that beautiful corporate language that may sound wonderful on a piece of paper, but is actually meaningless. Keep it short and simple and make sure that people can relate to it. Five is ask for a playback. Check in to make sure that people captured the key points of the communication. Six is over communicate. Yes, get over the fear of over communicating, and seven choose the right medium for the message. Oh, I think we're getting this wrong lately. Ah, uh, everything seems to be a Zoom meeting. It doesn't have to be a Zoom meeting. Not everything has to be a Zoom meeting. I am a huge supporter of keeping the cameras on, because you need to read the nonverbal cues that we see coming through the screen. We need to read body language, you know, the eye roll, the tone. We've got to read all of that, but that's not for every meeting. You have to be more focused and you have to be on all of the time when there's a camera on you for a Zoom meeting. And there are times when that is absolutely essential, but it is not. The right medium for every message and for every meeting. So really take some time to choose the right medium for the message. I thought those points were right on as I uh, stumbled, actually stumbled across those, to be honest, on the internet today. It's about clarity. And the great enemy of clear language is insincerity. And this is a George Orwell quote. When there is a gap between one's real and one's declared aims, one turns As it were, instinctively to long words and exhausted idioms, like a cuttlefish spurting out ink. Ooh, ouch. There's a lot of us in the corporate world feeling the sting of that one right now. So I'm starting to understand why I need more clarity in my business. Now let's take this down to a day-to-day level, about being clear on a daily basis. When this pandemic started, I was massively distracted. And we talk about a vision being that something that pulls you, that you can get traction towards. The opposite of that is distraction. And in a pandemic, it's so easy to be distracted. You don't feel particularly motivated. It's hard to bring action to the table and it's easy to scroll on social media and stay distracted, but yet in order to achieve our goals and get to our place and achieve our vision, we need to take action on a daily basis. I'm a huge supporter in small incremental steps of improvement, but keeping that going is bloody hard. And so again, it comes back to clarity with a clear goal of what you want to achieve and how you're going to achieve it. Every single day becomes a brand new opportunity to stay focused and take action on that goal and stay away from the distractions. That's one of the reasons why I started the accountability lab. It's a check-in point to make sure that We stay focused and we have clarity because you're forced to declare your clarity of action for the day every single morning. And there's power in that. And there is power in making that statement, not only to yourself, but to others in this accountability group. It doesn't matter what forum you use to do it. The important thing is not to get up in the morning and just let the day happen. Don't just stumble through the day. It's all about setting the intention, having clarity for the day, and then managing the distractions, understanding your energy level, how you work throughout the day to make it happen. So I have just decided, and I took this action today, that the distraction that I think we all fight with is our smartphones. And when I see that little red bubble over my favorite apps, I am compelled to touch it and see what's in there. And I simple little trick. This is what I did today. I moved my social media apps that I get lost in and love to scroll the most. So that is of course, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And I move those apps away from the homepage. So I don't see them when I look at my cell phone. So we'll see if that helps. I believe that it will. I'm also a huge believer in time blocking on my schedule. So I block time for the important things that I need to work on, not working to a task list. So I'm working on, for example, the messaging. For this new product offering. And it's a huge task. And if I were to put that down on the task list, I'd probably just kick the can down the road and maybe work on it tomorrow, 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 because it's a big task. No, I put time on my schedule every single day to work on it, and I'm making progress. I've found that time blocking is really helpful because it helps to give you the space that you need. To make progress, but it's about clarity. If you don't have clarity in where you're going, then none of this can happen. And quite honestly, I'm not sure that anything will really matter if we're not clear on where we're going and why we want to achieve what we want to achieve. I've had a huge realization just recently, as I said, with needing clarity for the business. I believe that I am clear now on my life goals. The business goals are almost there, not quite, but it's getting there. And the accountability group helps me with making clarity on my goals every single day. So take a moment to think about clarity in your life. What does it take for you to be clear? And would it be helpful to take a moment to step away from the day-to-day and think about clarity for your life, your business, your relationships, for the year, the month, the week, and the day. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Automotive Leaders Podcast Click the listen link in the show notes to subscribe for free on your platform of choice. And don't forget to download the 21 Traits of Authentic Leadership PDF by clicking on the link below. And remember, stay true to yourself, be you, and lead with gravitas, the hallmark of authentic leadership.